I'm Siham Cyrene, and you are here for Better Conversations. Conversations are such an important part of being human, working and living. Our happiness, our success and our decisions are all based on the quality of our conversations and there's room for improvement. Join me as I share with you some tips, techniques and strategies for holding better conversations in leadership. Today I want to talk about emotional connections as the powerhouse of remote managing or remote leading. Working from home or remote working in some shape or form is going to continue and depending on which report you read, it's a good thing for work-life balance, so flexibility and productivity are up, or a bad thing for our mental health, our stress levels and feeling isolated are also up. The reality is, managing our people remotely is harder. And leaders may be underestimating how poor their emotional connections really are. So while the increased use of digital tools has meant we can continue with our jobs, we found ourselves overwhelmed by those very tools, feeling unproductive and inadequately supported by our bosses. So much so that some research says that as many as one in three of us will be looking for a new job as soon as we can. And there's also the fact that your remote work culture may be harboring toxic behaviours which are harder to locate when it's distributed electronically rather than physically experienced or observed. Better spec kit and a strong internet connection fit for home working, working time flexibly, and maybe a pay rise might fix the mechanical aspects of work. But what about feeling that our boss cares and knows how to be remotely supportive? If we agree that the quality of our relationships is directly related to the quality of our conversations and time together, then our emotional connections could be the powerhouse of managing our people remotely. So how can we earn that emotional credit with our direct reports and people generally? First of all, we need to get really good at contracting. Where we feel complete trust and confidence in a member of our team to get stuff done and with very little oversight, it's very likely we view them as highly competent or we have a strong emotional connection with them or both. By the way, they still need support and good conversations. When we worry that work might not be getting done or we give in to that irresistible urge to keep checking in, we've got some serious trust issues and definitely a deficit in our emotional connection to that person. More on that in a moment. Contracting is an important part of conversations where you both align on what needs to be done, by whom, and by when. The bits that we don't do so well, 
are clarifying what the consequences are of something happening and not happening, what resources and help our direct report needs to successfully do the work. How will we both know that progress is happening? How will we both know the task is successfully completed? What are our options should things not go to plan? Not only will this level of contracting bring both of you peace of mind and keep Big Brother at bay, but you as their manager will learn how your direct report thinks and you'll establish a better emotional connection. If you'd like some uh, examples of questions and phrases for contracting, do check out the feedback conversations infographic that you can download from the website at betterconversations.co. The second thing we need to do is give our meetings an overhaul. We've taken a meeting model that works in the physical world and put it on steroids in the virtual world. We've been super efficient and used morning and home commute times to squeeze in more meetings. Brilliant. Now we cover more time zones. But you don't need me to point out the heavy price we pay physically and mentally by extending our working days. It's time to overhaul how we run our meetings. Could you shorten your meetings to allow for five minutes of prep before and five minutes of reflection afterwards? Those who prepare for meetings swear it increases meeting output two to threefold. Plus, it's a good signal that you're working smarter, not harder. And then could you ditch a meeting and allocate that time to earning some emotional credit with your direct report? For example, have a quick powwow before a meeting to coach them on their contribution in the meeting as a growth opportunity for them. And how about clarifying what your realistic working hours are? And when is it okay for folks to contact you about an issue while you're chillaxing? Being too available creates an unhealthy dependency on you. Not clarifying your availability means people will constantly breach your boundaries. Again, if you're interested in some resources about how to overhaul, how you run your meetings, how to run snappier, energizing meetings, or how to listen effectively on video conference calls, then do check out the website for more resources there. And finally, the third thing we have to do here is get more comfortable talking about feelings. You said that makes you insert feeling. Why is that? I get it. Talking about feelings can be uncomfortable and awkward, especially if you're not a feelings person. But in the context of a conversation between a manager and their direct report, this is a really, really important conversation skill to master. When someone shares a feeling, they might be taking a big gamble. It's a bit too common to change the subject or even miss the cue entirely, but I promise you it's where the magic is because if you can hold that space for them to talk it through, it might be all they need to push past something and find new energy. Rambling saying the same thing three different ways, contradicting ourselves and scratching our heads all count as talking it through, by the way. If that's happening, then you've got the secret potion to building strong emotional connections, rich 
in oxytocin and other feel-good hormones, also known as emotional credit. Emotional connections are the elixir that could solve the unsolvable, bridge the widest gaps, and prioritise a task or goal higher just because we feel a bond with you. And it starts with just one really good conversation. Banking emotional credit with each of your direct reports might even calm or vanish that stressful feeling in us of needing to see people working to believe they're really working or committed. If you're interested in upskilling and how you listen to people, do check out the video on why deep listening is so powerful. You'll find that on the website at betterconversations.co under blog and videos. I hope you found this episode of Better Conversations helpful. Please share it and let us know what you enjoy most when you rate this podcast. Get in touch directly at podcast at betterconversations.co and tell me what you'd like to hear more of. Our Better Conversations community brings together a rich collection of articles, videos, downloads, tips, interviews, live events, and masterclasses for leaders. It's also the safe place to ask about your challenges and get answers. If you want to grow your leadership skills and conversation confidence, then join at betterconversations.co forward slash join. You'll be in great company. Do you feel invisible at work, talked over? Would you give more if your boss listened to you more? Would leading the team be more rewarding if your direct reports actually did what you asked? How about those important strategic decisions? Do you wish your peers would involve you much sooner? Leaders who coach feel calmer, more confident, and definitely more influential. And you can start feeling that way too in just four months. I'm Siham Sireen. I'm an executive coach, and I teach leaders how to show up stronger with integrity and with an inclusive and empowering mindset. Leaders Who Coach is a CPD-certified online course that I've designed and delivered to C-suite leaders, VPs, directors, senior managers, and founders. You'll learn to hold important conversations, surfacing what's really going on while helping your people grow. You'll learn to express your different opinion in ways that keep others listening. And you'll learn to motivate your direct reports with less effort and more accountability. It's time to design your style of leadership. Enroll now at leaderswhocoach.today.